Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. The collagen, which is plumping the skin and in return, long term, is turning those cells over, which means we're renewing the skin. The pores should be smaller as you renew the skin. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, The Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Okay, notebooks at the ready. Yes, I am serious. You will need a notebook and a pen or the notes app on your phone for this episode because there is so much information, which is super amazing. My guest this week is Michaela Boulder. And in this episode, she talks through so many products, which are amazing for so many different skin types. And in particular, she talks a lot about open and enlarged pores and also acne prone skin. So if either of those things are your skincare concerns, it's definitely worth listening to her advice. So I want to tell you a little bit about Michaela before we get into the episode because she has got such an amazing resume. She's got nearly 15 years experience in the beauty industry and she's really an iconic facialist. She's also a tanning expert and she appears in so many leading international public Publications from Harper's Bazaar to Fogue to Glamour. She's definitely the go-to person for lots of celebrities and she's worked with everyone from Dame Helen Mirren to Frankie Bridge to Olivia Munn and that's to name just a few. She came onto the scene working as an assistant and she was working on very big fashion campaigns which included Gucci, Rimmel, Vogue, Ultimo, And she works now a lot with very big skincare brands as their facial experts. So she works with Romley Wild. And I actually had the Romley Wild founder, Susie, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. So it's worth going and checking out that episode because that's a great one, particularly if you do have dark circles or bags under your eyes. She gives some great advice. But Michaela has worked with not only her brand, but L'Oreal. She's worked with Saint-Tropez, Vita Liberata. So, so many different brands. She works a lot in fashion weeks, so she does a lot of red carpet events. She's worked on BBC Strictly Come Dancing as their tanning expert. And again, a little link to a much, much earlier podcast that I did with one of the Strictly Come Dancing dancers, Camilla Delarup. And that was such a good episode, which was very much about wellness, about intuition and about spirituality 
spirituality. So it's worth checking out that episode if you're into any of those things. So I know that you're going to love this week's episode. And before we get into it, I just want to remind you that we are stocking a few new skincare tools on our website. So as you know, I'm a big fan of the Hey You Method. And again, we've had the founder of the Hey You Method, Katie Brindle, twice on the podcast talking about traditional Chinese medicine and gua sha's. And we're now stocking the Hey You Amazing Beauty Precision Tools, which are so good if you want to work naturally around the eye or the lip area using a precision gua sha tool. We stock their really good stainless steel gua sha's, which are great if you suffer from shoulder tension, neck tension, upper back or lower back pain. You can just gently gua sha that area every single day. We are also stocking some brand new jade rollers and rose quartz rollers, which are great for freshening up the skin, very good for the under eye area. So we stock those from a really nice brand called Scylla Rose. So if you go to faceyogaexpert.com slash shop, you'll see all those products there. And if you want to know a little bit more about those products, if you listen to last week's podcast, I talk you through how to use them and more about the benefits of them as well. So let's get into this week's episode with Michaela. I know you're going to enjoy it. Have your pen and paper ready and let's get started. Hi, Michaela. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast this week. How are you doing? I am very well, thank you. And thank you for having me on. This is an honour. Oh, it's an absolute honour to have you on. And I just know that my listeners are going to absolutely love all the knowledge that you've got because you have been in the skincare world and facial world for about a decade now. Is that right? Yes, actually 15 years. It makes wow. me feel so old to say that. But <laughs> You're not old not. at all. <laughs> 15 years. Amazing. That's great. And what got you into skincare and facials? Well, I studied beauty therapy at college down in my small town in Broadstairs, which actually I still live down this way. It's beautiful, right by the sea. So I studied beauty therapy there and I covered everything, facials, massage, nails, you name it, tanning, we did it. In college, we um, learned with Dermalogica and I always remember sort of like being a little bit naughty and digging elbows in people's shoulders when I was massaging them. And when I was doing someone's facial, I'd be mixing products together to, I don't even really, I didn't really understand it so much then why I did it, but I just know that I did it. If someone had really dry skin, I would layer or I would mix two or three of the Dermalogica moisturizers together to put on someone's skin. And the tutor would always come over to me and say, you can't do that. You're not going to pass. So I always knew that I was very interested in skin, but also I was actually bullied at school for um, eczema. I had terrible, terrible eczema when I was born and it carried out throughout my life, um, particularly on my hands. And it was horrific for a very long time. And school was difficult because I'd never want to get my PE kit on because my skin was so dry all over that I would be sort of bullied and they would just take the mick out of how my skin um, would just fall off or it would be cut um, and sore and red, um, sometimes in Batigo as well. So I'd have to be off school. So that was also a difficult time. So I knew and I felt very insecure in my own skin. And I 
I just kind of, I know how that feels. So when I started to do um, my facials and, and I suppose that's why I was so passionate about moisturizing the skin. I was so into moisturizing my body all over and my skin constantly. And my mum had a very small routine using the simple cleanser and the simple moisturizer back in the day. So I was always brought up with looking after your skin. And obviously I had such a, an issue to do it. So I think then when I left college, I, um, I just realized that I was very much more into uh, the facial care because it's the appearance and lots of people I would hear, especially working in, um, in college and doing um, working in like a salon in Canterbury to try and get some work and almost like to assist so I could have work experience. And I would hear people be very insecure about their skin and that would be the first thing they would come in to um, the therapist, for example, that I was assisting and they would say, oh, my skin's this, my skin's that, it makes me feel terrible, I'm very insecure, it's very red, it's very sore, or I'm aging. And and I just felt like I wanted to help everybody. So I got into the industry very randomly doing nails on set for um, Gucci campaigns with Vogue. It was amazing. And um, even then I was offering facial treatments on top of the nails. And then I started working with saint Tan. And again, they would send me out to tan their clients and I would take a facial kit with me and be like, would you like a facial as well? And um, that's just kind of how it started. I did some side courses as well to top up my... Um, my experience and my knowledge. So that'd be like Japanese courses to facial massage and just reading online all the time, listening to people talk. And that's how I became completely obsessed really. And that's where I am today. Wow. That's such an amazing story. And in so many ways, it seems like what you went through as a child was almost meant to be because it's so much giving you that empathy and that understanding of people's skin conditions and how it can massively affect the mind, not just the skin. Absolutely. And I think because I experienced it, actually hands-on for a very very long time and plus I was going through you know the eczema it wasn't just how people made me feel it was about how the eczema made me feel you know when I was young my mum said that I was up every hour two hours clawing my skin so when wow. I was so young I didn't even sleep but I also think you know when I met my husband even up until 21 my my skin was really quite bad and when I would do facials some of the products would really sting mm. so um again I was trying to treat my eczema on the side of doing skincare and still researching into why the microbiome is so bad and why my skin is so bad so I think that just reading and getting knowledge of what products work has kind of led me yes I'm a facialist but I also am here for advice and education as well Definitely. And do you find that your skin is still sensitive and still prone to eczema if you sort of go off track in terms of your skincare or your lifestyle? For sure. Mm. Yes. My skin is very reactive in certain aspects, but that's probably more my face, funnily enough. My face is very reactive, but then I do use a lot of products and I use them to the extent, you know, I use them either side. So I use them in full pelt to make sure I know what they're <laughs> going to do to a client. Yeah. Um, and then I use them very little. So I do kind of push products their limit, which is why my skin on my face reacts. But the skin on my hands is very hardy. So the only way I will have a reaction on my hands now is um, the really cold weather. Other than that, they're hardy. <laughs> they've been through it all and they've come out the other side. That's amazing. And do you have any favorite products that you sort of swear by for your own skin, but also when you're recommending to clients? 
I mean, I'm sure you have loads. I do. I have about (laughs) 5,000 products in my kit. Um, Yeah, everyone's skin changes every single day, whether it's hormonal and diet or stress. And particularly with lockdown as well, I've had a lot of online consultations with people's skin changing due to stress. Um, But I do have some real hero sturdy products, definitely Pink Diamond from Rodial, the cleansing balm. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Uh, It just delivers a real lovely vitamin E nourishment to the cleanse. It smells beautiful. It's got a little hint of rose in there, but it's a balm. So it's easy to move around the face. I can massage the face using it. It really cleanses the skin and also brightens the skin with the pink diamond. But cleansing oils um, as a whole and cleansing balms as a whole are definitely my absolute go-tos. Um, even if, you know, you have, um, troubled skin, then cleansing, light cleansing oils, you know, lipid cleansing oils are great as well because they just work to clean the skin deeper rather than just on the surface. Um, and my gosh, there are so many oils, (laughs) oils. Oh my God. I'm like an oil queen. Um, Biosense squalane oil is amazing. I love a squalane oil anyway. Some of them could be a bit like stinky and I know that some a lot of my clients say but it doesn't smell of anything and I'm like well it does but it just doesn't it has just a very off scent so um I tend to mix a squalane oil uh, with something else like a few drops of neroli declior oil um or the oskia regeneration oil oh my god um sientra oil smells amazing again but that's very high in essential oils Oils I could go on forever. Even just a pure vitamin E oil is just wonderful. Any oil I can massage into the skin. And also it just helps to nourish the skin on a completely different level than a moisturizer does. And it helps to repair the cells and keep the cells youthful. Um, Tanning, oh my God, Saint-Tropez Purity Face Mist Mm -hmm. has to be in every single kit because I don't put my face in the sun. So I always have um, a really light, light tan on my face. So I use a purity face mist or purity vitamin serum just to give me a little light glow. Um, Willida skin food is wonderful. It's one of those like all time favorites, a bit like Le Mer. So it's a really rich, heavy moisturizing cream, but it also can overlap as a, an overnight mask. If you're feeling very lackluster and you're feeling very, um, very liney and very dehydrated, you could just use really lovely amount of Willida skin food or Le Mer and it will just help you overnight and just perk you up. Um, uh, hydration. So Kate Somerville, Mm-hmm. dermal quench that's in a spray I don't know if you've seen it it's no, brilliant I seen that one yeah but it's got a really potent spray on it so it almost kicks out oxygen as well as hyaluronic acid so it's a really good delivery to the skin but I like it because I feel like I can layer over the top of it so I kind of treat that almost like a toner stage and then I'll go in with a hyaluronic acid um, I love lightweight hyaluronic acids because I always want to work with the skin from the inside as opposed to just surface. So um, Haeckel's do a really good one called Algae Plump Plus B3. And it's a real lovely, it's like marine derived hyaluronic acid. And the research has gone in to show that it actually delivers three times more hyaluronic acid property so hoarding moisture within the skin than hyaluronic acid but then you've got some fab versions like zelens l'oreal paris have just bought a new one out which is really really lovely um pestle and mortar have a really good one 
Um, so a hyaluronic acid, I do suggest for every client because it's almost like a, just a really good drink for the skin. So almost forget that it's a product stage. It's just a really good drink halfway through your skincare for your skin. Um, SPFs, I have to mention SPFs, obviously. Um, La Roche-Posay, a lot of people come to me and say, what can I use that doesn't clog the skin? So Ultra Sun 30 for the face is great. La Roche-Posay is a fluid Declior have just bought out a really good fluid that's full of antioxidants as well. Amazing. SkinCeuticals do a really, really good one as well. Um, but just if you have troubled skin again, then look for a fluid as opposed to a cream. Um, a lot of SPFs can be very heavy and they do cause congestion in the skin. But don't avoid SPF for that reason. Just go for an oil-free fluid. HelioCare do actually, they do a gel oil-free as well, which is like ultra, ultra, ultra invisible lightweight. My gosh, I mean, Amazing. I, <laughs> I love this. I feel like everyone's going to have their notebook and pen out and literally be scribbling <laughs> down all of these. But it's so amazing to hear your passion for these products, but also your experience as well, because I know that you've used so many products over the years. You know what works, you know what doesn't work. And also, you know what is good for people with certain skincare issues. And on that note... I would say probably the most common skincare questions that I get on a daily basis are to do with open or enlarged pores and acne. So I was wondering if we could sort of touch on those two subjects, if that's OK with you, maybe starting with the open pores, which I know is quite a complex subject in lots of ways, because once our pore is stretched, it's pretty much stretched. But we can reduce the appearance through certain lifestyle and skincare treatments, can't we? Yeah, we can. I think it's one of those things that almost a lot of people feel like um, pores are a bad thing. I mean, they, we need to have pores. So they are there for a reason. However, I do understand that they can be um, very enlarged, like you say. And obviously, open pores comes oily skin and excess sebum and a T-zone. So um, I feel like it's more of an issue maybe than it can it can be seen as. And that's purely down to your skincare routine. So making sure that you're using the right skincare. So for, for open pores, you want to treat it almost like you have combination oily. So now your combination can be dry or dehydration, or it can be oily acne side of it. So if it's dry and dehydrated, you want to always make sure that any products that you're using, such as salicylic acid, um, such as a phytic acid or something that's in there that's going to really, really work like a niacinamide, you don't have to use that product in every area. So you don't have to treat the dry skin, the dehydrated skin in the same way that you're treating the porous, oily skin. So remember your skin's almost like a map mm -hmm. and you treat it very differently in those sections as well. So a lot of my clients, well, when, I, when they're using a retinol and they have redness around their eyes, or around their mouth, they just stop using the products. And I say, no, just avoid that area for a while and then go back to it or avoid it completely. So um, definitely for open pores, you want to look at more of, um, you want like a kick-starting cleanser. So something with a salicylic base or something very foaming, eucalyptus, brightening, a bit of vitamin C in there, and you want to really, really ramp up that. So get that on your skin first, really brighten it. Then if you want to go in for a second cleanse, you can use an oil cleanser at this stage. Again, an oil cleanser is really, really good to dig deep and almost like it's like a magnet to dirt and grime. So it does clear out those pores. 
But exfoliation is key here because exfoliation helps to clear out the pores, but also helps to keep away the new skin layers that are growing over the pores. And then what happens when that grows over the pores is you get blackheads because the dead skin underneath gets caught. And then the skin, of course, is like a catch-22. Then it gets into a worse condition. Your pores are full of dead skin. They turn into blackheads or they turn into breakouts and the bacteria starts to happen. So I think that for definite, you need to use a foaming cleanser. Look for a salicylic acid. Salicylic acid is great to clear those pores out, as I say, but also help to shrink those pores as well over time. A, um, and I don't say shrink as in they're visibly shrink. It just means they're very clean. They become invisible. And a clay mask, clay masks are really great for that as well because they pull the skin together. So they don't keep it together, but they pull the skin together as well as detoxifying and clearing out those pores again. Um, there's really good um, masks as well, like Evolve do a really good cacao mask that's also an exfoliator. So it's really gritty. So it really buffs up the skin, but then it turns into this beautiful antioxidizing clay mask that you could leave on um, for like 20 minutes and your skin feels absolutely wonderful after. Glycolic acid toners are also a really good one to go to as well because glycolic acid toners are generally a safe amount to use every other day. I don't recommend using anything acid every day or exfoliation every day. It should be every other to every second or every third, depending on the condition and the structure, the strength of structure on the skin. So then you want to go for um, maybe like when, when obviously all of this is down, you could go for skin needling. Skin needling is really, really good. Like derma roller or derma pen treatment is really good to help with those pores. So the cell turnover is huge from needling. And also encouraging the stimulation of collagen. So we're activating the fibroblast, which is activating the collagen, which is plumping the skin. And in return, long term, is turning those cells over, which means we're renewing the skin. The pores should be smaller as you renew the skin. You're looking at about a year for the change in that, though. Um, retinol products are really good as well if you are 35 plus. Um, you could start at 0.3% and work your way up. Um, and I would say stay on a very low percentage retinol for as long as you need. Um, don't work your way up too soon because it can cause adverse reactions and sensitivity as well. But retinol is really good for pores. And then massage, um, skin massage is really good. So um, activating the muscle tone and contouring the face obviously makes us feel really good. But that fresh blood circulation is feeding the skin with the oxygen and nutrients the blood circulation is helping the cell renewal, cell turnover work a little bit faster. And then also um, you do want to nourish the skin. So using an oil, but when I say oil, we're looking at more like a rosehip oil. So it's very light. It's very delicate. Um, and lasers can be good or light therapy as well. You can have a laser treatment, but do be careful with laser treatments for pores as well because of going out in the sun. So keep it to a minimum and try not to do those sort of treatments, um, especially like needling and laser in the summer. You want to really head up those due in for winter. Absolutely. They're amazing tips. And I think touching on the plumping collagen, as you said, is so key as well, because if we are prone to open pores or large pores, which I am, I mean, I suffered from really, really bad acne when I was a teenager going into my early 20s. And I know as I get older, and it's the same with all of us as we get older, skincare concerns, but particularly something like large or open pores can become more visible as our collagen production tends to slow down. So 
anything we can do that helps that plumping of the collagen. So like you say, doing something like the facial massage, but also what we can do from the inside out. So general lifestyle, reducing things like sugar, which is, as we know, not great for our collagen elastin in the skin. I um, know. <laughs> unfortunately, um, eating lots of good quality protein, lots of fruit and vegetables, obviously drinking lots of water, using our SPF every day because that sun damage is just terrible for anything collagen related. And also possibly considering a, a good collagen supplement. I really like rejuvenated collagen shots. I find they're really, really good if you want to take something internally. But I think certainly that combination of treatments, good skincare and lifestyle work really, really well to just reduce the appearance of pores. But as we said at the beginning, if we do have large or open pores, it's not like we can completely close them and we won't be aware of them at all. You know, it isn't a sort of a magic wand thing. And I really like that you said all of those things you suggested could take up to a year to start to reduce the appearance. Yeah. And I think, you know, where you said with food, food is really important as well and diet and lifestyle and being aware of what you do and triggers as well and allergies and figuring out why your skin's changed and yeah. It's just being a little bit more aware. I mean, I'm I'm pretty obsessed with things like I love a celery juice and I, I nibble on almonds. I mean, almonds are really, really good for phytic acid as well. That's like a hero food for me, almonds because they carry so much amazingness for our skin and the body. So really strong antioxidant properties, obviously rich in vitamin E as well. But um, that phytic acid, which is really good for acne and combination as well. So anyone that would like a little added on snack is a really good way, but they have to be raw. All nuts have to be raw rather than, you know, mush down into anything because I feel like that can detract from their essential benefits but um lifestyle and also you know it's full on it's constant you it's consistency is what I say to all my clients you know what is the key I say the key is consistency the key is doing it every single day you feed mm -hmm. and water yourself every day you have to do the same for the skin it's the largest organ we know that we are aware of that so you just must take note of it and just remember so you do want to look after it every day Definitely. And it is about that dedication to lifestyle and to skincare. And it doesn't mean that we can't occasionally have a day off really looking after our skin or occasionally have a treat and eat some sugar or eat things that don't necessarily nourish our skin. You know, it's fine to not be 100% all the time, but 95% of the time we need to try and look after our skin. And I think consistency, like you say, is absolutely key. I mean, I massively notice if I take maybe an evening off doing a proper skincare routine. I mean, I always take my makeup off, for example, but my skin will react really quickly with something like that. It'll also react really quickly if I've gone through a lot of stress. It will also react if I eat too much sugar or dairy. I find that those things really will flare up my skin. So I'm really aware, but sometimes I say, well, that's okay. You know, I wanted to have that really big dessert yeah. yesterday. And yeah, I know that my skin the next day is going to look a little bit more dehydrated. I might get the odd spot. And sometimes, yeah, that is fine. But 
I think generally you do need to just say to yourself, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to dedicate it and I'm going to make it a nice thing. I think if we make it as a pampering treat doing our skincare once a day, twice a day, it doesn't actually feel like a chore. It's something you can look forward to. Yeah. It's almost like a self, it's a self-care moment. And it's just taking that time out and it doesn't take a long time. You could do it in five to 10 minutes, but that time is just yours. Shut the door and just concentrate. And we're women. We love it. Even men love it. My husband is so into skincare now. I love that. He will come in the bathroom with me. He's like, what am I using tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, it that. can be really fun. But you know, also eat what you want and you know, whatever that works for you, life is too short. So you know, I, within it, within like everything has, you know, an amount, don't overwork it. If you want to have a bit of chocolate, have a bit of chocolate, but everything is comes in the right amount that's going to suit you. But you know, you do, you are going to deal with consequences. And if you are going to deal with consequences, make sure you're prepared for it. And just kind of next day, get up, I'm going to exfoliate. I'm going to put a mask on my face. I probably shouldn't have eaten that. I'm going to drown myself in water this morning and have hot water with lemon, could put some ginger in it. So there's always like something backwards you can do. You can put it right. And the body turns over, you know, sleep is great sleep everything changes in sleep time 24 hours like the systems change it's ready to go it's rebooted itself um and then it kind of starts to reset again but I also um a lot of my clients or a lot of clients I've met recently say oh I do all this and I do all that but my skin is very dull my skin carries this dead skin and it feels very lackluster and I've got lines and I'm like okay so what are you doing at night time uh oh well I use a wipe yeah Right. Okay. So you're not actually doing a nighttime routine. And then as soon as they do a nighttime routine, they email me saying, what a difference it makes. It's the perfect time. Like our skin needs help at nighttime. It's the biggest rejuvenation, the body's time to rest, but also the cell functioning routine that happens, which is rejuvenation while we sleep. It's like the best time to aid that as well. If you're sleeping with suffocating makeup on and no skincare or no products that are going to help that cell turnover or allow the skin to breathe or having active ingredients that the body might recognize and take in like a squalane oil and nourish the cells and you wake up feeling beautifully bright and plump. It's just almost like having that little bit in your mind. So I dot products around so I remember. And not that I I would forget, but it's just nicer. So I wake up in the morning. I generally boil the kettle for the baby anyway. So my supplements are by the kettle. I'm going to take my supplements because they're beside the kettle. In the morning, I will always put out the night before, generally put out some skincare that I'm going to use in the morning. I'll put that right by my toothbrush. That's the cleanser I'm going to use. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to exfoliate. So I'm going to put a Dr. Dennis Gross peel pad there because that's amazing pad. I'm going to put the pad on. I'm going to wipe that all over my face. I'm then going to jump in the shower. When I come out, I can take the pad off, put my hyaluronic acid or vitamin C and my day cream. So I stagger things to make it work for me as well. And in the evening, I'll come in and I will get in my cozies. When I get in my cozies, I'll go and cleanse my face and I'll put a mask on and then I'll come down, cook dinner, probably take the mask off halfway through or not. Um, or I'll come in, cleanse my face, put a facial oil on, come down. So I feel like I stagger it so that it works. So I'm not just taking 15, 20 minutes because I I do use a lot of products all the time anyway. So I do stagger it. Then at nighttime, um, I'll always have facial oils and balms beside my bed, um, with my nighttime supplements as well so that I can reach for those there beside my bed. It's almost like I'm, I'm looking at them. So I'm going to use them sort of thing. 
Definitely. And I think that's such a good tip. And I'm exactly the same as you. I don't just say, right, okay, I'm going to sit down and give myself a whole hour facial now. It is staggered through the day. I make the kids breakfast with a face mask on while the the kettle's (laughs) boiling for my hot water and lemon in the morning. I'll get my rose quartz roller out the fridge and I'll go into my (laughs) eyes. And then, you know, if I'm watching TV with my husband in the evening, that's when I'll do my face yoga and I'll do my gua sha. And before I get in the shower, I'll do my body brushing and sometimes I'll um, I'll do my sort of um, head massaging jade comb in the shower and just lots of different things sort of throughout the day. And I think that is the way to do it. And also, I like that because it makes me feel like I'm getting these little moments of self-care throughout the day. And it's not any extra effort because you need to go in a shower anyway. You need to go make the kids breakfast anyway. You're going to boil the kettle anyway. So it's just thinking, how can I make this more of a self-care moment? And obviously the lovely side effect of doing all that is it really helps your skin to look better. You're not only feeling better in your mind, but your skin is looking better. So I think that's such a good point that you're making, that it doesn't have to be a whole big long routine. And yes, if we can go and have amazing facial treatments, that's great but it is about what we're doing every single day and it is that consistency but also is that balance as well like you said you know it's fine to live life have a day off if you need to so really amazing tips there and what I would like to do before we finish is just briefly touch on acne I know that a lot of advice is similar to the open pore advice, but I know that there are a few things which differ as well. So maybe you could just talk us through that. Yes. So first of all, if you have active acne, you do want to visit a GP or have an online GP session just because uh, they can help a lot deeper than skincare. So skincare can only do so much for acne. There is no um, overnight treatment, unfortunately. You also need to discover where your acne comes from. So is that coming from your hormones? You have a hormone imbalance. Are your periods irregular? How do you feel about yourself? Are you stressed? What medication are you on? What age are you? Um, so then you kind of figure out what sort of acne it is on your face. Also, uh, acne can be a reflection of what's going on inside <clears throat> inside your body. So your gut health, um, how stressed you are, if you have anxiety, if you have panic attacks, um, your diet, or if you're just purely using the wrong skincare, it can be a really simple acne breakout. So definitely um, think about visiting a GP. And what's really frustrating for me is when I speak to clients, I say, have you spoken to GP? And they say, yes, I have spoken to GP, but they've just kind of sent me away with um, Duac and it's not working. And they said, there's nothing else I can do. And it's terrible. It's a really, really hard situation to um, to, to try and fix because also you could go to a derm, but a derm's not going to answer all of your questions. So first of all, the first thing that I go back to is keeping your skincare really, really simple and don't over exacerbate the skin. So acne, a lot of clients think acids, exfoliate, let's strip it. It's it's too oily, not put anything on. So what you're doing is you're actually sending it the wrong way. It's about nurturing, being calm and being very pleasant with your skincare for your acne. So you need to nurture your acne. So cleansing with a very gentle cleanser. You do, yes, you do want it to be a pH balancing cleanser. 
Um, if you want a drop of salicylic acid in it, then you should because salicylic acid is very good for anti-inflammatory, it's antibacterial. So a cleanser with a salicylic acid will help to kickstart that process of cleaning the skin. But you do then need to add a bit of nourishment. So you might want to add a hyaluronic acid if your skin will allow or an oil-free moisturizer, a rosehip oil. Again, that's antibacterial, anti-inflammatory. You need to nourish and nurture the skin. So for acne skins, I tend to only say that you need three or four products in the morning and in the evening. So you want a really good cleanser that you can rely on that you don't react to, but it doesn't. you don't want it to strip the skin. So if you're using a cleanser that makes your face feel really tight after, it's the wrong one. If you feel like that, then you can add in a very light lipid oil cleanser to use after your foaming wash, and that will just put a bit of nourishment in. Now, that old wives' tale is oil creates oil is a very much an old wives' tale. You need oil to help replace the lost sebum. And yes, our skin, if you are acne prone, is oversupplying sebum. But if you add in a very gentle, light amount of oil, it helps to balance that control out because the skin can relax. The pores can relax producing that. I do also agree, not all acne skins can use a facial oil. Um, so then you want to use an oil-free moisturizer and just leave it there. There are products out there, and please don't take me on recommendation, but like Acnicide, which is a benzoyl peroxide, um, it is available on the market. But if you're going to use a product like that, use it sparingly and understand it comes with um, contraindications. So it can sensitize the skin and it can cause um, either no reaction or it can cause an allergic reaction. But you can buy it on the market. You can use it very sparingly on breakouts. There are fantastic products like um, Malin and Getz do a sulfur paste, which is really powerful. You don't shake it. You just dip a cotton bud all the way down to the paste at the bottom, come back out through the sulfur, and then you lather it over the breakout. That helps to dry that area out. So there are products that you can treat very individually, but figure out where your acne is have an online consultation or a consultation with someone like myself or your GP or and your GP and a derm to try and figure out the root and then add in products that you are going to work, nourish and soothe the skin. Also lots of cold things. So I like to, um, even non-acne, I keep two teaspoons in the freezer in a food bag and I take them out after I've got a product in my face and I lay the teaspoons particularly around my eyes because it's so cold, it shrinks the blood vessels and it pushes the inflammation away from the surface. It's a really good trick also for acne sufferers. So if you have cystic acne and it's sore, and it's very warm and it's inflamed put two big spoons in a food bag in the freezer take them out put a lovely surface of like a really light oil or a serum and then just move the spoons around your face and cool the skin it will just take away any inflammation and calm the skin as well um, exfoliation is going to be key for acne sufferers, keeping the skin really clean, but exfoliation. So you almost want to get rid of the first two layers of skin over time. So as laic acids are very gentle, they're very good. Again, phytic acids are very good for acne. 
Glycolic acids, are they're okay for acne on a surface layer, so only like a tonic, which would be about a 10%, but anything over can be too aggressive for acne. So you want a really gentle, so salicylic, azelaic, and phytic acids, and maybe a malic acid are enough for acne sufferers. But please don't expect anything overnight. Please just be consistent every single day with what you're using. Make sure your hands are clean, your pillowcase is clean, your flannels that you're using on your face is clean, and then you work with your skin. Absolutely. And I love that final point about the pillowcases. Even to this day, I change my pillowcase every other night and every product I'll use with my skincare. So even if I'm using a pre-cleanse and then I'm using a cleanser, I'll always use a completely clean muslin cloth. That hygiene of the skin, particularly if you are prone to acne, spots, or even any skin conditions, to be honest, is so important. So all of those tips you gave, are amazing and everything you said about the open pores as well in terms of lifestyle and how we can look after ourselves from the inside out are also super important for acne sufferers as well aren't they yes absolutely and it's just trying to get the key so get what it is that's that's aggravating the skin yeah light therapy is also really good active acne um should not be getting any like needling treatments though so any pustules be careful that you're not needling skin and any areas that you have got pustules as well. I tend to massage the area only for a minute or so, and then I'll put something cold straight over the top, but you don't want to overstimulate that area. So again, it's just being like gentle and nurturing as opposed to going in hard and expecting it to change. Definitely. And just to round off this really lovely podcast, I would love to hear your top tip for inner peace. Wow. Okay. Um, inner peace. I feel like inner peace is, is a word maybe that feels different to everybody, but it relates and it resonates to everybody. My my word for that is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel my most inner peace when I'm truly being true to myself, when I'm in a place I want to be with people I want to be with and doing something I want to do. And that's where I feel. And I find my true inner peace is just being, ah, I am being myself today. I'm not acting. I'm not being anybody else. That's where I find that I'm calmest. I think that's amazing. And I think that's where we all feel the calmest as well. So Michaela, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? They can um, follow me and send me a DM on Instagram. So I'm (laughs) at Michaela Boulder. I'm two L's (laughs) at the end. Um, And you can DM me and um, I will always get back to you with an email address or you can email me um, Michaela at MichaelaBoulder.com. You can always fire me some questions over. I'm always here um, and I want to help. That's what I do. I'm doing some educational pieces on my Instagram as well. I've just started um, a Let's Talk section. So Um, Any questions and anything that anyone wants me to cover, please let me know. Thank you. And you are definitely helping all of us. So we all appreciate it. And I massively appreciate you being a guest and taking time out away from your tiny little one on a Saturday (laughs) morning. So thank you so much, Michaela. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is amazing. And I hope you have the best day. Thank you. And you. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. 
If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.